This thing gives Scudder a fucking editing nightmare. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Speak as a Free Action Podcast. I'm your host, Scudario. Scud, Scudder, whatever you want to call me. Uh, back again with CJ and Tyler. Uh, we've been gone for a hot minute, but uh, it was a construction. How long has time. it been? Maybe four weeks. No, it hasn't been that long, has it really? Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Double check. Uh, I think I've been at my new job now for a month, which seems incredibly. That's is that real? April 11th, almost a month exactly. When you quit your poo job and got a new job, it's already been a month. Just about, yeah. I started wow. roughly. That doesn't feel right at all. I think I, I started on a two on a Tuesday. I had my interview. I want to say the fourth, and on Wednesday I started. So yeah, I think I think it's been a little bit of a month now. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally thought like if you had asked me, I I would have said that was last week. Dude, yeah, we were going to my mom's house and. I don't remember what exactly we were talking about, but I uh, told my brother, I was like, yeah, this is my third week working there. And he goes, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was like, where did the time go? Like, it's been three weeks already. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get it. What? And in my head, I didn't realize it until somebody goes, really? And then I'm like, oh shit, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's been that long. Oh, I got the burps. Uh, good news for the pod. They can be thrilled to know that I have, we have started cooking. So, do you guys know what every plate is? No, I'm sorry, not every plate. Uh, Hello Fresh. Oh, yeah. I do know what that is. Yeah. So, uh, it, they have a like a cheaper brand option called Every Plate, and we started doing that. Where it, I don't know the total price difference, but it it was cheap enough to look at that rather than Every Plate or uh, Hello Fresh, and uh, we've been really enjoying it. Um, I thought it was going to be one of those things where I started cooking a lot, but Ellie has, like, discovered her love for it. She's just totally into it. Um, so it's been, like, really, really fun, really good for us. We all feel better, uh, except for tonight. I ate a lot of fucking pasta. I don't even know exactly what we had. It was, like, chicken, pasta, zucchini, tomatoes, a little bit of garlic, uh, chives. Dude, yeah, it's fucking good. And we, we do this three times a week right now which is real good so we, we we've kind of planned out that we have we order food one day a week that we have like a free night whatever on that night and then uh yeah the rest of the week is uh planned meals except for saturday and sunday it's kind of it's kind of in the air what we do but yeah uh we've really been enjoying it we feel a lot better that was the big thing that we wanted yeah, just you can't so, be eating out all the time, dude. You get so like, bloated. You're just like home meals are just like good for the soul. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you just yeah. feel better when you eat something that you have cooked in your house. Dude, some of these dishes are they're That's fucking the bangers. Oh, so I you said dishes. Oh, the dishes suck. Absolutely. It's the absolute worst part about cooking. I love uh, cooking too, though. It's good. It's great. We've worked it out. So, so Ellie... Since Ellie wants to cook, whoever cooks doesn't have to do dishes. That's the, yep. the work off. Um, 
but then it becomes either me or my brother and so we just flip-flop so there's you know one day a week or two days a week whatever the week is uh that he'll do dishes and then i'll do it the next day and uh it's nice it kind of breaks it up a little bit more um so i have to do dishes after the pod tonight so that's gonna be fun um sitting there waiting for you yeah they are uh my brother said he's doing some stream thing tonight so he was like i'm not gonna eat just leave the food out just leave it out there I'm, I'm, i'll come eat it when i get a chance he goes text me if you start throwing it away and i was like okay because normally we make enough food for the three of us that there's like nothing really left to save there might be like a bite or two yeah so he was like don't throw it away i'll eat it just <laughs> just text me if you're about to throw it away i was like okay so he's in there hollering screaming i don't know what they're playing um probably zombies it's probably zombie related zombies. yeah he came home and he was like rushing around he's he like dude it's good <laughs> i know your brother is also named is your brother also named scud no no okay i think yeah yeah okay but i can't imagine he calls you scud no <laughs> i like to imagine he does he goes scud Dude, I'm playing every single zombies game, and we're getting to level 50 on each one of them. <laughs> every is, single one. Is that the cap? I no, absolutely okay. not. You can go as far as you want in those things. <laughs> I thought so. But like, dude, could you imagine like wanting to go any further than that? I don't think I've ever I made it level fucking 50 on fucking zombies. There was. I remember we had one distinct run in zombies, in like middle school, where we we hit 50. But I remember at that point I was so bored. I was like, it's because it, it turns into sitting in the corner and just spraying yeah, in this just, hallway. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, okay, I don't, I don't want to keep playing this. There's no point. Um, but if you like zombies, and then if you play Killing Floor, it's like the thing you want for out of zombies. That that's how it was for me. Uh, I really loved Nazi zombies, and then you know I, I played the fuck out of it, and I kind of beat it, or you know, quote unquote, beat it, and. uh I was like, I need something new, and then I ran into Killing Floor, and it changed my whole fucking life. I love Killing Floor now. Yeah, Killing Floor's pretty good. Well, it's just like, it's a set 10 rounds. You should play there, Killing Floor. There's servers that you can play longer. Uh, there's like 12 unique classes that you can like level up and build, and then there's all the buyouts, and they do seasonal shit. It's just so much fun. It's and it's and I think I like it because it's a set amount of things, rather than just being, just play until you die, kind of thing. That just gets yeah. boring. Uh, plus they're special infected, so that makes it even more interesting. Um, do you guys own Killing Floor? I, th I thought you guys didn't buy it. Oh, really? fuck yeah. They play some Killing Floor, then. Um, what did we originally start talking about? I have no idea. I think it was cooking. That was oh, I was cooking. Zombies. Um, yeah, we're cooking. We feel great. Uh, every play, if you want to hit us up with a sponsorship, just let us know. That's awesome. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'll tweet you guys. I'll wear merch. I'll wear, <laughs> we'll wear merch on the podcast with no visual aid. I'm just wearing work. Maybe that's something we should do. We should start doing a visual podcast too. Just stream the screens. I don't know. Do you guys watch visual podcasts? Because I can't do it. What is like, that? Like, like Critical Role or if a GCP oh, yeah. does like a live thing. Do you watch it or do you just listen to it? it well, it depends. A like Critical Role I would watch. Sure. Uh, when I watch, like, or when I would listen to, like, Joe Rogan, huh. uh, I would listen to it most of the time, unless something, like, really, like, wild was happening, then I'd look. You know? Uh, okay. The sports podcast I listen to, just listen. Like, yeah. they have a video, I'm just listening. Yeah. Because, like, when I tried to get into Critical Role, I would 
I typically watch podcasts at work, so I would put it up on my desk and I would just let it play. But I was so like, I just wanted to watch what they were doing because it was a video. And if I put my phone down, then I would just sit there and constantly be like, well, it's a video. I should probably watch what's happening. It was just this constant back and forth of like, I don't know what I should do. So I, I just never end up getting into Critical Role because of that. I actually don't have a preference. My, my preference really, I guess, would be uh, audio. So it's on like Spotify. Sure. Because typically whenever it's a, you know, a visual, it's on like YouTube or something mm -hmm. that you have Which. to have up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on Spotify, you can like lock your phone and, and sure. shit. So that, that's really my preference, but everything else like it doesn't matter to me at all like i've listened to our podcast at, like multiple times mm -hmm. uh but whenever i used to listen to pat mcafee i would watch their shit and theirs is like all their stuff is was on youtube i think they're about to change their shit soon but it was all on youtube so it was like a every day was like a three hour long visual podcast and i used to watch it pretty much every day i don't know I just, I think my brother does a, a visual podcast. Really? Or maybe they do one every once in a while. I'm not really sure exactly what they're set up. When they, when they all met up in uh, New York, they, they recorded it. And I thought that was like pretty fucking awesome. Um, plus they all brought a camera. So every once in a while they had like a new perspective, like from the other cameras. And I was like, that's awesome. Um, all right, let's get into the hot topics of this week. Uh, hot topic. I was going to talk about Pinkerton agents, but I think that's kind of like old news. I feel like everybody's heard about it. Do you guys know about the Pinkerton agents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At this point, yeah. It's oh, kind of it's kind yeah, of old, old news. news. Yeah. We, we all know. Um, did you guys see where uh, in all the D&D &D or 1D&D &D surveys, people were asking for the Pinkerton subclass to be released? I did, yeah. Dude, <laughs> players are fucking unhinged. Um, <laughs> uh... But yeah, okay, so Pinkerton agent things happened. We're, we're kind of past all that already. Um, they recently put out on 1D&D some more uh, classes. I think they just put out Warlock recently. Let me pull it up. 1D&D playtest. Um, and a lot of people have been rather upset about Warlock. Mainly because they've turned Warlocks into half-casters now. Very similar to Paladins. Rather than leaving them as, I don't know what you would call, like, a warlock before a half caster. They were like a three quarter, or no, a quarter caster, maybe? They could do like a couple spells, like two or three per fight. Um, per day. Per, oh yeah, per day. Um, a short rest, I guess, but yeah. I think that's something that's like, the other problem is they've removed that feature as well, where they're like, oh, you can't short rest. Either you can't short rest anymore, like they've just taken that out of the game, or the ability to regain spell slots is gone from... I'm trying to find this fucking class. Better it's gone from their ability. Um, also now it says when you look at the Willow class on here, it says primary ability is intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. And uh, So me and Tyler were kind of talking about this earlier in the week. When I made the, or shared the post about the the rogue thing, um, mm. 
And see, I don't know if you've heard this yet. They're trying to make one D and D to be backwards compatible with five E. So if you all this five E content you've bought, you want to play it in one D and D, you can. That's the, their whole idea. Is they're like you can completely convert it, no problem. Don't worry about it. Just like the way you can convert three point five to Pathfinder games, shouldn't be a problem. But now they've they've created this game that isn't new. They've just like remade it, and I just. I don't see how it's going to do well at all. It's, as Tyler called it, it's 5.5 edition. Right. Um, it's just weird. Like, it, it, yeah. it, it is 5.5, a hundred percent. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like 5.5. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't it, know. One, one D&D is just very weirdly made. And I just don't see myself playing it. Like, at all. I see no interest in this. Like, why not just play 5e? Yeah. And we just homebrew or all the fucking content that's out there for that on like DMs Guild and everything like shit already exists there's no need to make a backwards compatible like 6th edition in quotes it's just weird but then I know I know with Bard I think a lot of people were like it's not backwards compatible because they took out a class feature from Bard and now older Bard subclasses can't work because it's missing a sub like a, a feature of the class and people are like, well, what's what's how's this going to happen? And I, I don't know if they went back and rewrote it or what they've done. But if the game isn't fully backwards compatible, and that's another thing I just thought about too. There's so many levels to D and D that if you, it's impossible in my in my small monkey brain, it's impossible to make this thing completely compatible. There's going to be a mm -hmm. a ton of little things you've forgotten. Um. And there's some things they're doing that I'm not really a big fan of. Uh, net will no longer be a weapon. It's going to be a uh, an adventuring item now, rather than a weapon. Uh, they've changed a few weapons around. I think short swords are martial now. Apparently they were like... Uh, what was it? It was martial simple? Yeah. They were simple, I guess. Now they're making them martial. Um... They've done a few things that I've seen people have been like, oh, that's nice, you know, just fixing some of the weapons and stuff, but I've... I hear a lot of negativity when it comes to 1D&D. And I'm, uh... I'm not really looking forward to it at all. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I will say, oh. I don't know, you said it again, and, like, the first time you said it, I also kind of liked it. I kind of like the Warlock gets the shoes. Between, His, like, charisma, uh, Intelligence, or... Sure. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean it's not it, the worst. It makes them like the multi-class. Uh, oh, class. yeah. Um, but everything else, like I just don't, I just don't get. Yeah. But yeah, I do kind of like that. And I wonder if they did that. Yeah, because it seems to be like fighter. They say is uh, primary ability is like. Uh, Strength and Dex, war our sorcerer was charisma still, barbarian is strength. Um I don't know if they've done any other classes after that or before that. Um But yeah, I, I think Warlock is the first one I've seen to have three options. And I think that's kinda what they're going for. I think they want it to be this Oh here's Wizard. Yeah, Wizard's still just intelligence. So that does make it fun. I think it'd be interesting. I just don't know the exact reason why they changed their spell slot. Oh, well, the, 
I wonder if that's going to be a problem. Them not being uh, quarter casters anymore. If they have more spell slots now, I wonder how many, like, if there's any spell or uh, subclasses or anything that get goofed up now that they have more spell slots. Mm -hmm. it be interesting. And I'm also wondering how many people are going to just take one D&D stuff and pull it into 5e. If it is backwards compatible, why don't people just pull it in? I was actually uh, curious of the opposite. I was curious how, like, how many people would be like, I don't know. I, I like my Paladin from 5e better. I think we'll just play him as a Paladin from 5e since everything <laughs> is compatible or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think they've, they might have done Paladin as well already. And I think it, I think I briefly, oh yeah, they did Druid and Paladin at the same time. And I from can't what I Paladin very well, but from what I can remember, it they took away their like smite bomb, like they don't fucking no. destroy things with smite anymore, right? It's the same shit. I think looking back at it right now, it looks like it might be the exact same fucking class. Um. Oh, it looks like they only get two extra attacks or one extra attack, so two attacks per turn, which is fine. It's, all it's the same. Need. It's the same? Okay. Yeah. Um, no, class at 5e gets more than two. The fighter, right? Uh, But at really late levels, they get that right. third attack at like fucking 17 or something. Yeah, at second level, Paladin gets Divine Smite. Uh, when you target, when you strike a target, you can channel Divine Energy and just, just smite it immediately after you hit a target with a attack roll using a weapon or an unarmed strike. I think that was one of the big things, as they said, now it could be done with unarmed strikes. So you could like, I guess, yeah. Paladin Monk. Yeah. That's uh, you can expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target. The damage is 2d8 for a first level spell slot, plus 1d8 for each spell slot higher than first. You can, you can use Divine Smite no more than once during a turn, and you can't use it on the same turn that you cast a spell, which I don't think really changes anything. Um, because I don't, out of all the paladins I've played with, I've never seen them like bonus action cast booming blade and then step up and then. I actually did that on Walden. Really? On Saturday, I stepped. I misty. I misty stepped. Yeah. And then I got up on something and I attacked it twice, and then Jesus. surged, action surged and attacked two more times and s smote it. Jesus. Damn, Walden's the shit. Well, he's using a halberd. Yeah, he's goaded. Oh, I uh, I just remembered something. I asked an AI what the a song just started playing on this playlist, and it's just like a la la like song. It's very weird. Um, but uh, I asked it what the most popular item or weapons were in Five E, and to kind of rank rank them. And I was surprised to see that halberd was like number eighteen out of twenty five. Um, as well as quarterstaff, quarterstaff was 22 out of 25. I just, I didn't expect the AI to say that. I expected those to be higher. Even if they're not being picked that much, I feel like a lot of people are actually used. I feel like a lot of people pick them. Like, I don't know many people that pick short bow. Like, why would you pick the short bow over the longbow at this point? Because the longbow deals more damage. And it's a, lot of my, uh, a lot of my players in, in the uh, in-person campaign just like... Kind of don't get that yet, you know? And I'm just, like, letting them learn. Like, I'm not going to sit here. I Like, I've told them. But, you know, I'm not going to just over and over be like, you know, the longbow does more. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, eventually, they're going to be like, oh, that does, like, more dice. 
So, like right now, I, ha I have a lot of short bows, and like the barbarian, like likes to. Uh, she's a Leonin. She just yeah. likes to claw a lot claw. instead of like a like using a sword. You know, sure. she just claws. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna continue that. Nope, that's it. That's just how she plays. I, I probably yeah no that's it that's just how she plays. Should try uh, to get her some like uh, hand weapons. Like what? Are there hand weapons? Thinking like uh, the gloves. She just pulls like... out whatever every time. Like she's like sometimes she's just like I'm gonna pull out the battle axe right now, and I'm like oh, oh okay. You know what I mean? Like it's very just like situational. She's like I'm okay. just gonna attack him with my claws right now. Okay, so she just likes enjoy. She just enjoys having variety at her. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but all five e weapons are the fucking same to a point. Yeah, what is it? It's halberd and uh, shit. What was the other lance? I think are like the exact same word for word weapon. They're both yeah. like heavy, two handed. Uh, they deal the reach. same damage, one d ten or something like that. And it's just I like... always forget the halberd has reach too. Like I always get right up on him as Walden, and then like after the fight, I'll be like, oh yeah, I have reach. Like <laughs> I should have been a step back. I'm really not surprised at the top three weapons it gave me. It was longsword, greatsword, and dagger. Like, I was going like, to say, yeah. uh, uh, what the fuck is the maul? Is it a maul or a hammer? Well, the maul. I would uh, bet that was Because it's 2d6, right? Same as a greatsword. There is a maul. Is it, is it 2d6 or is it more? Maul. No, it's, it's the same. It's it, yep, you're right. Yep. Heavy, two-handed, bludgeoning 2d6. I think, I think this is another thing that they try to change with one D and D, um, and I have not read into it because it kind of seems a little confusing and not really worth the time if I'm actually not going to play the game. Um, but weapons are getting masteries now, and I don't, and like I said, I don't really understand exactly how they work, so it's hard for me to judge them properly. Um, but it looks like once you get good with a certain weapon. It unlocks new mastery properties like cleave. Um, the only thing I don't understand is when I look at mastery, I expect to see like like a gauge, right? Like a zero out of ten, or like a zero out of twenty. But instead, it's like club mastery slow. Like okay, so maybe that means like maybe the gauge is like zero out of thirty. But then you get to dagger, and it goes mastery nick. Like, N-I-C-K. And it's like, what the fuck is a Nick? Like, I don't understand. Like, just immediately reading that, I don't know what that means. Oh, here it is. Uh, prerequisite has to have the light property. When you make the extra attack of the light property, you can make it as part of the attack action instead of as a bonus action. You can still make this extra attack only once per turn. Does that mean if I have extra attacks, it's an additional extra attack I get per turn? Like, if I already have one extra attack, that's three attacks per turn. That sounds like that could go fucking crazy. Weapon properties. Okay, here we go. When you take the attack action on your turn and attack with a light weapon, you can make one extra attack as a bonus action later on the same turn. That extra attack must be made with a different light weapon, and you don't add your ability modifier to the extra attack's damage Okay, for example, if you if you take the attack action on your turn and have a short sword in one hand and a dagger in the other, each of which has the light property, you can make an, one attack with each weapon. 
using your action and a bonus action, but you don't. Oh, it's the same shit that it used to be. It's yeah, just it's... dual web. It's just two weapon fighting. Yeah. Okay. And they just made That's it now. I guess like... later on, once you get the mastery of it, you can you can put that bonus action attack into your regular attack. The only thing I saw that was pretty cool was like Cleave is in it. Um, and I saw like Halberds, I think, are the only one with Cleave. What is this? Oh, the Great X has Cleave. Is that it? Was I wrong? Oh, uh, no, the Halberd also has Cleave. And the Lance has Topple. <laughs> and the Longsword has Flex. Like, I don't know what the fuck these things are. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> when you hit a creature, or no, when you hit with a melee attack using this weapon, you deal its versatile damage even if you're wielding it with one hand. That's what flex is. I guess that makes sense. Um, there's one too called uh, Vex. V-E-X. If you hit a creature with this weapon and deal damage to the creature, you have advantage on your next attack roll against that creature before the end of your turn. The Vex you could use with... The hand axe, which is a light weapon now, which is awesome because that means rogues can actually use hand axes. That drove me fucking nuts. To me, almost every simple weapon could probably be a rogue weapon or should be a rogue weapon. I hate that you couldn't use it as like a rogue and benefit from it because it wasn't light um, yeah. or finesse or whatever it was in 5e. The sickle is going to be a light weapon now too. I like there. Some of these weapons could be cooler or used more in 5e if rogues could use them because rogues just use the classic dagger short sword or one of the two maybe a scimitar i don't know um it's it's kind of boring like there's not there's so many options that they put in 5e not that many options but there's a good amount of options that just never get looked at a lot of people float around the same like five options um they also have guns in here <laughs> which drives me nuts the Let's musket. go. The musket and the pistol are in here. Yeah, you're a gun hater at this point. And it, that's the thing is like I don't hate. Yes, I, I, yeah, I hate gunslingers. Understandable. <laughs> I, I hate them with a the passion. Um, because a lot of people, you know, there's a huge war online about you know, do guns deserve to be in fantasy? And I think they definitely could be, but a lot of people. I hate them and i don't get it i really don't they're kind of cool they're whatever they're no different than bows in my opinion and i saw a theory the other day this guy was like uh in a world where there's like magic and elves and these monsters humans would eventually at some point develop weaponry that anybody could use to defend themselves from a right like from far away and it's like eventually at some point humans are just going to make guns that's just how it works I was like, that's fair, because that's how it would work. Um, you just gotta, you just gotta do it in a, in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, I think guns are fine in fantasy if you just do them a certain way. Gunslinger is OP, but yes. guns in fantasy can be done, uh, you know, a certain way and be fine. Yeah, like, I like the classic. You know, it's like, oh, the dwarves came up with it, but they knew yeah, how they dangerous need to be it could super be. Super rare. Yeah. So there's not many or, you know, there's like, it's very limited. Yes. I, I love it. I, I think that, that's I the think it's go. the best way to work. 
Because if not, yeah, it starts to get, like, convoluted. And, of course, they're just, like, the powdered guns. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. Never. <laughs> Never put an AR-15. Josh got a goddamn fucking shotgun. I feel like that's a little weird. Yeah, but he's never used it. I know, but he's got it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But also, I mean, the idea of just, like, a scatter gun isn't too crazy. I guess so, yeah. But if you're thinking of it, and this is kind of how I see it in my head, too, it's like a 12-gauge pump shotgun from, like, Left mm -hmm. 4 Dead. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem right. That seems kind of out there. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Guns are cool if they're done the right way, and the class that can use them is done the right way. If not, they quickly become overpowered, and... They ruined my time as DM. Yeah, I'm, trying to, right I'm trying to come up with like ideas to make the dungeon and Kingmaker interesting, but like when Henry shows back up to the dungeon, I don't want it to be easy for you guys anymore. I'm trying to come up with like concepts that are still fun and engaging or engaging for all of you, but not so hard that it like murders you guys super easily and Henry's just allowed to live. I'm trying to like come up with like interesting concepts to make it more fun for everybody at the table. And it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Mainly because of Henry. Yeah, Henry's just wild. Yeah. Very. I told you if uh, Eliana dies, I'm bringing in a gunslinger. I can't let... You know I can't let that happen. <laughs> I'll... <laughs> I'll die before I let that happen again. And at first, like, you know, I listened to GCP, so I knew the potential a gunslinger can bring. But it was like, in my head, I was like, how bad can it be? You know, like, how rough can we get? And then, uh, I learned. I learned real quick. I can get I've tried, dude. I've tried to, to match him, but he just fucking... He's too strong. He... He's got the range. He's got the HP. Yeah. He's the got thing the thing is his like he has everything. Everything. Like, I don't have range, and some of my saves aren't great. I do have a way to reroll those saves if I need to, but sure. you know my baseline saves they aren't great. And I think Josh may be able to do the same with Henry. Maybe I'm not sure. I don't know if he can spend grit to reroll a save or not, but. It sounds like something that he may be able to do. So, I think he can do something like that. I can't remember he's, exactly. He's got the health. He's got the mm -hmm. saves. Mm -hmm. He's got the damage. He's got the range. Mm -hmm. Fucking. He's got the touch AC. It's Imagine like if AC. Wolf had touch AC, or or targeted touch AC. Like with this weapon, it'd be insane. He would shred everybody. That's like I think the thing that made zero sense to me when they were making the class was like I get it, it's a gun it's gonna pierce whatever it hits because it's a gun, that's the whole point but like just don't let them hit touch AC just don't let that happen and the game would be fine it would go super well, everybody would have a good time uh, maybe but, I don't know those are my thoughts. I'm sure in 2nd edition, if Gunslinger's in there now, or by now, I'm sure it's been fucking properly tuned and balanced. Um, but kind of speaking about a little bit of Kingmaker, what do you guys think of the dungeon? Uh, to give the listeners some context, 
they have entered the tomb of an ancient barbarian warlord um, who is set on returning back to life. Uh, his It's like basically, you know, like the planets have aligned and his spirit is going to reincarnate in this body or somebody's body. Uh, and the players are trying to get there before the planets align. Um, you guys have made it very far into the dungeon. You have been able to get around a lot of the traps. Um, but you guys have also, unfortunately, fallen victim to many of them as well. Um, but this is one of the hardest dungeons I've ever read. It's super cool for me to read. Um, it's super hard for you guys to get through. But like that, I think... I think that should be expected. So I'm curious to see like if you guys feel like what what's your thoughts on the dungeon? What do you guys think? It's, been it's funny. I, I it's, it has been rough. It's funny that you say though like that we're very far because to me, I feel like we're feel like three we're rooms in. Yeah. yeah. To me, I don't know if uh, like I don't know when you don't have to say anything, but I feel like Kingmaker's another two sessions away from the book being over. Yeah, I could see that. I could agree with that. So, like, I still don't feel like... Because, like, the next time we play, we'll be playing for, you know, three or four hours. And, like, maybe. I, I'm not sure how long it's going to take us, but I'm pretty confident in the fact that when we stop playing, it's either going to be because, like, we're almost to Armog and we've had to clear out some of the dungeon, or, like, most of the, like, the rest of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Or we take like two hours and then we get to Armog and then we're like, we should wait to start the huge fucking massive PBG fight next week. So that right. we have plenty of time to finish it. Because those into books fights, dude, they take like three hours. They're fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, you almost have to make a session just for the boss fight. Um, I think where I've got you guys at, I think it's going to work out very well for time for what we want to do. Um, and I say that, what was it, Tyler? You just, you felt like you're only like three or four rooms in. Yeah, that's what it feels like. You are really only like four rooms in. I mean, if you consider the entryway, uh, the hallway with the rolling rocks, um, the ice, like freezer box room, the room with the iron giant yeah. and then you're in this like skeletal room now um this is the fourth room but each room. each room is a fucking slog i mean like you guys have almost died to just the rooms you know like just the traps so i think if it was any longer it would it'd be really really hard to play through um and i love the way that the book gave you guys two options to go there was that left way, which you guys have, you know, obviously passed by now, um, with like that tilting floor that would move around. Uh, and then there was the the more strength route that you guys went uh, with rolling stones and having to put them on pedestals and survive the ice room and stuff like that. Um, it'll be fun to like see you guys like see the whole entire room or the dungeon once it's over, because I think it'll make you guys like rethink maybe some of the ways you guys went. Um, it makes you feel like we took the hard way. You, I, I think it's debatable based on roles. I think in some aspects, maybe you took the hard way, but also, I think you guys took the safest way. I'll say. I think the other way probably 
I want to say probably. It might have killed somebody. I mean, but it only almost killed Eliana going the way you guys went. When she got uh, rolled over by all the rocks. Yeah. yeah that shit was switch. scary. I thought you were done. When I saw I the number pop up, I was like, holy shit, he's not going to live that. And you were like, I'm unconscious. I was like, oh my god, he's alive. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were done. When you hit me, I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die right now. Yeah. Um... I don't remember how much it was, but I think it was like it was it was a lot, like ninety six. No, it wasn't that much. I would be dead. I know yeah, like, you would have died for sure. My max think. health is like sixty some. Yeah, yeah. And I think you would like already hit something, and he'd already been hit. Uh, so we were all like, oh shit. F five. Armogs. Armogs womb. Whoa. Whoa. The art for Pathfinder is so awesome, too. That's the um, best, It was... 12d6. Yeah. 12d6 bludgeoning damage. DC... I mean, I remember looking at the dice. You could have rolled better. And I was only like seven off from dying. Yeah. 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 Because I think I rolled like almost a 90. No, there's no way. That's not possible. Yeah. So I still, I must have rolled somewhere near the 60s. Um, it was really fun, like watching you guys like deduce like how to work the trap and like giving you guys perception checks. It was, it was extremely fun. I, I love dungeon runs so much. Um, they're just like a different kind of exciting for me. I'm glad I'm excited to hear you say that because I'm probably gonna uh, really enjoy future snake hole. I love dungeon CJ, do you like dungeon crawling? Um, oh. He's gone. Honestly, not really. I don't like the traps and shit. I don't I don't I don't like it whenever like every time we go to the next room, like we get Life really or death. fucked up and then it's like Damn, there's no telling how much of this dungeon we have left. The big mm -hmm. boss at the end is gonna be fucking super hard and we've already died almost twice. It's like Yeah. It stresses me the fuck out, honestly. I get it. CJ's gonna hate future snake hole. <laughs> I think that's something I think it was, like, from growing up playing, like, dungeon crawler games. Like, I would play, like, random fucking dungeon crawlers. Um, like, games I can't even guess what their names would have been. Um, and even though, like, back then, like, they were just... You know, like, you remember, like, original PlayStation 2 kind of graphics. It's just, like, fucking four walls. Like, that's, a, that's the dungeon room. Um, but I always had a good time with it. I was always, like, really interested in, like what was going on or what was around the corner um even when i had no idea what i was doing at all so there's something interesting about dungeons that really gets me going and then all the treasure i think that's what gets me excited is the fucking treasure i'll find one good piece of loot it makes it all worth it three of yeah, my allies died. always is good stuff there's always good stuff they put it in there for a reason wait till you find what's at the end of this one nothing Oh, nothing. There's just that's promising. Dirt. There's just dirt in an urn. Just yes. 
Is it? Why are you going there? It's fucking Vordekai 2. He's just like, I'm fucking back. I, I hid my. Dad again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took your dad again. <laughs> uh, it's me, Justin's grandpa, the second. <laughs> it's Justin's grandma. So please. No! Um. Uh, talk to me about Snake Hole. What, what, what did we do last on Snake Hole? Uh. The last thing you guys did was you and uh, Alphonse talked to the Muse. That's right. And you went and killed that fucking wild-looking vampire guy. Oh, wait, we didn't kill him yet, did we? Oh, we oh, yeah, did you, kill it already. Yeah, you killed him. We killed it rather quickly from what I remember. Did you level? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Did I do that shit? I can't remember. Yeah, you're going to have to... Yeah, I'm gonna have to check because I remember thinking about it because you're like relatively close to the end of the book. Yeah. Um. So you know you should be getting one more level before the end of the book. Yeah. Because this book is just like it doesn't tell me when. It's just like uh, at the end of the book they should be this level. Like, yeah. Okay. I, have the same uh, thing. I don't know that I gave it to you yet. You're still level. Uh, Barrel is level eight. Maybe he's not a good example to look at. He's not. <laughs> Sam's would do it. Yeah, Sam's is level nine. <laughs> yeah, so, level nine. Yeah, you guys are level nine. Okay. That shouldn't be too bad. I think I need to. I might need to do my spells and stuff, but I've got another week, I guess. Yeah, you got another week. I'll make sure to announce that. Fonzie, you're still level eight on there. Frederick says level nine, so you guys must be level nine. So I must have okay. given it to you. Okay. Good to remember. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Y'all are gonna need that. I thought the vampire fight was going to be a really big ordeal, but I... Well, I guess not, because it's not really like a big book fight. It's just... Bro, there's a fucking if that vampire. thing was hitting, it would have killed somebody. Believe it. What was that? But it just wasn't. The giant, like, large, um, like, vampire, like, that fucking bald-looking-ass fucking demon creature that you guys fought last time at Snake Hole. Uh, it, it either missed a lot... Or I was attacking Barrel. I think you were attacking Barrel. It was a hard fight to get into because of the rooms. I remember that. Yeah, it remember, was an awkward fight. I remember, like, I couldn't really get in, so I cast Haste. I remember I cast Haste, and maybe one round went by, and then the fight was pretty much over. Yeah. Well, I think it was, Sam's I crit. always know that that's, that's going to happen with just one creature. Yeah. But when I looked at that thing, stat block... I was like, oh, if I put two of these things in there, because there's always that consideration, right? Do I, I throw another one in there? Thing right now. Well, where did we find that thing at? Uh, you found you found it in like an abandoned uh, like guards barracks. Yeah. Um, the muse told you that this creature was like uh, kidnapping some of the tribe of the uh, sacred serpent. I think is that mm -hmm. the tribe's name is. Is uh. Oh man, I can't even remember the guy that chopped. Carol's hand off. What's his name? Oh, um, I, can't I have remember. it in my notes, but I don't have it pulled up right now. Asun? No. A son? No. Osun. 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 That's right. Osund. I thought it had a D in it, but I was like, oh, yeah, really Osun. Sure. Yeah, that this creature was like kidnapping people from his tribe, and like he just like hadn't been able to do anything about it, so she asked you to prove yourself and do it. Because it just right. went over there and fucking murdered it. Just fucking murked it. Um, really I hope good. you 
I hope you take Barrel over there to talk. But there's always that, um, there's always the thought. Yeah, I hope so. There's always the thought uh, that's like, uh, maybe I should put two of these things. But looking at the statue, it had two claws attacks, right? Plus 13 to hit. A D6 plus 6 plus energy drain on both claws. And then it had a bite that was a D6 plus 6. It also had like an energy drain visage that I got to do. Uh, like if, if I had two of those things. Yeah. Uh, the the viewer must succeed on a DC 20 will save or be paralyzed with fear for a D4 of rounds. Oh my god, okay. Yeah, one is... You might one have been able to like add his HP a little bit, but like, yeah, I understand not putting two in And there. I think I had, because I think, I think you're right. I think Sam's crit me. Um... And I know when, like, he just walks up and he does his thing, he does his Josh thing, I'm like, oh, okay, it's happening. <laughs> when he does his Josh thing. Uh, you could use the advanced stat sheet probably for a lot of creatures to help with that problem. Or the yeah. advanced stat blocks. Yeah, I might. That is a good call, actually. And the I book has to... been telling me recently to do that a lot. Yeah, so, oh, that's good. I, I'll probably do that. They didn't do that in Kingmaker. They just said, put this... Well, uh, a lot of the creases are just, like, advanced, you know, Great Cobra. From, oh, from, like, get-go. Yeah. Yeah. The cool thing about the advanced thing is, like, you get that, uh... Or it makes weak monsters you play at the beginning of the game um, playable again. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It's like, yeah, oh, it's I cool. would I would like to fight... Or I want my players to fight a bear, but if they fight a bear, it's going to be way too easy. So let's make them fight an advanced bear. And it's, like, a little bit harder. And it's, yep. I don't know, it's bored. It's fun that you get to do that. Because in 5e, it's like you have to make a whole new creature most of the time. And it's like some weird, like, version of a bear. It may just have, like, more HP, maybe another attack. Maybe, like, a howl or something, but... Yeah. Oh, guys, I think we're at a good good spot where we're at right now to end. Uh, do you guys have any anything you guys want to add to it? I'm really excited to play Kingmaker, and I'm very, very excited to get back to King or to Snake Hole. I'm also excited for the Snake Hole. Wonder, uh, wonder how long in Snake Hole Baron is going to keep acting like an absolute ass. I think he's got good reason to act. Like I think that. he's also got good reason. And I do, I do understand. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I, I kidnapped him. And then uh, you got in a fight with this tribe. You didn't really want to, but the fight just kind of broke out. Right. You know, it's Pathfinder. You killed stuff. It happens. Uh, the guy that kidnapped you was like, you killed my people. I need retribution. Yeah. I was going to take your life, didn't. Instead, I cut Barrel's hand off because he yeah. lied to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would be pissed, too. Like, and I, it's not Seth that's pissed. It's Barrel. Towards yeah. this man, and yeah. I, I really like that because, it's, dude, I wouldn't be like nobody would be like, yeah, I'm cool. Let me, you took my hand, like it's cool. Right. I think, I, and I think it's fun for Barrel because now we're gonna have this interaction at some point. I told Seth, he, I was like, I hope you kill this motherfucker. Yeah, like he's gonna want to go fight this guy or I encounter he him, you know, in some way somehow. Um, I just hope he brings snow. For his own safety. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think I can, I would totally understand if somebody cut my hand off 
even if I was completely lying to their face that I was like, yeah, we have an army. I have an army just waiting at home. I would I would be upset or I would either be, it, I guess it goes one of two ways. I would either be upset or absolutely terrified at what just happened. Well, I mean, it would be a little bit of both. All I'm going to say is this is a perfect opportunity for Beryl to learn a lesson where we've had this string of events where every time we get in a situation, Beryl wants to be the one to speak. <laughs> absolutely lie about what we can do. I mean, absolutely <laughs> yeah, lie. So he really way, did. So that way, if they try to, to like call our bluff, they'll call it immensely and then we'll be in an even worse spot. Um, and every time it got worse and worse. So yeah. like, I, I can't remember, like the, the first couple of examples were just like, I don't know, like whenever we were talking to the factions at first and he would just like, Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them, he just told them to straight go fuck themselves cause they didn't use barrels. And like, Remember the king. I, I don't think we were going to faction with them anyways. But if we were going to, he ruined that for us because they didn't use barrels. Um, and then now he lies about us having an army of, what did he say? 10,000 men? Yeah. Okay. Lies about us having that army. Lies about us being able to fight them at all. And then gets his hand cut off for it if he wouldn't have... <laughs> decided like if he wouldn't have been like oh the situation's getting dire time for barrel baron to speak on the behalf of my party again it wouldn't have happened because it wouldn't have happened he would have took scud's horn instead and he would still have his hand you know so, what um yeah i mean i really do yeah, i understand why on. he's mad but he can't be mad at me like, that's what Alphonse is trying to get to him. Like, don't be mad at me. He's not. I don't think he is. I don't he think Beryl or him he's fucking, is. He's being a bitch to Alphonse. And Alphonse he's being a bitch because he just got his hand cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're seeing it too personally. Yeah, I, I think, think just... I think this man just lost his hand in, like, a very ridiculous way. Like, you guys he... got kidnapped and then we're told that one of you were going to die. He's going to go in on whoever speaks to him right now. Yeah, Especially somebody, it's like it's like telling if you give him some time to cool off. He gets the stump, you know, yeah. fixed, like whatever it may be. It's magic that brings his hand back, or fucking he he just jams a hammer in there, whatever it is, like <laughs> or cannon. He'll feel better soon. But yeah, like no, telling, I, I think it's, like it's just want to calm down. It's just barrel. There are two sides to every coin. You know what I'm saying? Understand that he can be mad that his hand was cut off, but. Hopefully, when he cools off, he can understand that he's lucky that he's not dead. I think he will. And and that it's his own fault that his hand was cut off. Maybe I think he will, why... but I think he'll also still want to kill Osund. That's fair. But I think that's when we we roleplay that session of, like, now this is over, you gotta, like, pump the brakes. You gotta calm down with it. And I think that could be, like, the fun roleplay of the session where it's, like... We go through it in his character, and we're like... Because to me, it's fine if it happens to Seth, right? If Seth causes the problem, and the problem happens to him, that's his business. It's when... <laughs> it's if he was like, I have an army, and then Osen turns and, like, stabs Frederick in the chest. I'd be like, the fuck? 
But as long as it mainly happens to him, I'm not. I don't. I don't give a shit. That's um, what I'm trying to prevent. It's, and that's what, right. That's one of the reasons why I started getting onto him is because. Yeah, not, it's. Uh, I mean, you guys are honestly lucky that he did go shit. ham. That yeah. he, barrel was just like, I'm going to bear this cross <laughs> and get my hands <laughs> cut off. It's so, not quite what happened, but I still think he would have took the horn. Probably. If he wouldn't it have, is then we definitely a really out. good option. Yeah. I thought it was that is a, that is a that it really is. That's a really good thing. I would have taken that in real life. I've been like a fucking tiefling horn. Okay, yeah, you can I, have this. One one of my favorite things though that Seth said, like I don't know if he said it to me, like after the sesh or like during the sesh, but like he was real somber, and he goes, "How do I craft barrels with one hand?" Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. He may have, that may have been his, his realization roleplay that he did, you know, when he like, he I comes to terms and he's like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> it's so dumb. I love how am I going to craft barrels with one hand? How am I going to do this? Dude, he's, yeah, I, I think Barrel Baron has a lot to grow, but that's also Seth's fun play style. It's just like as chaotic as it could be. And as chaotic as it could be, and then it turns into, like, the most heroic shit of all yeah. time, where, like, he's willing to lay down his life for you, and then he'll be like, that guy doesn't like barrels? Fuck that guy. We're gonna go beat that dude up. I love it. Alright, get me out of here. Alright. DJ, Tyler, thank you for being here. Appreciate you both. Everybody that listened, thank you all for being here. Sorry we missed a few episodes. We love you all still, nonetheless. And we'll see you next session. Oh yeah.